Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, how are you? I'm good. How you doing? Doing well. It's a little chilly here. Oh, boy. You got a little chilly temps. Uh, I guess Keisha, she's supposed to jump on, but I guess she'll pop in in a minute. Oh, nope, not yet. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and start the YouTube side as well. So, okay, hold on one second. All right. Okay. Hey, you guys. Hey, uh, Keisha, you popped in? Yes, ma'am. Good morning. Good morning. How you guys feeling today? Feeling good. How about you guys? Uh, Pretty good. It's chilly here. I think Trish said it's chilly where she is, too. Oh, well, yeah. It's it's cold here, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think we got teased a little bit over the past week or so, because at one point, we got 50 degrees here. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. <laughs> I think we hit 78 one day. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's not normal usually for the Midwest. Yeah. All right. So, ooh, we got some crazy stuff to talk about this week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome, you guys, to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where Trish, Keisha, and I... Um, recap both the young and the restless and the bold and the beautiful this is the live chat for the bold and the beautiful for the week of january 16th through january 20th we usually recap the young and the restless first we do the bold and the beautiful second and then we have our two segments at the end flip the script and takes who's taking a seat this week yes so we got a lot to unpack so Without any further ado, let's go ahead and we're going to do The Young and the Restless first. I'm going to give my summary and then we can break down the storylines. So, for The Young and the Restless, come on computer, why are you being slow? Okay, for The Young and the Restless, for the week of January 16th, Jack stole Nikki's necklace on Diane's behalf. Diane planted incriminating evidence in Stark Hotel Suite. Then Jeremy was arrested. Jack and Diane make love. Jill and Lily rejected Devon's offer to repurchase Hamilton Winters. And Sally confessed to Nick that she was pregnant. All right. Where you guys want to start? I'll defer to Keisha. Let's start with Sally and Nick because that was only a day. Okay, go ahead. What you got for Sally and Nick? Um, I think for the the first time in a while, we're seeing Sally actually be genuine about her feelings and her actions. Mm-hmm. Because I know a lot of people were thinking she's going to use this to trap Nick or Adam, or she's going to lie about something, or you know, whatever the case. Because that's 
typically what Sally does, mm-hmm. but over the last few months, I feel like that has changed with her. Um, and you can see that she's really struggling with the fact that she's pregnant because it's, of course, it was unplanned. It wasn't something that I don't think she was planning on doing anytime soon. Um, so I don't know. I thought that little interaction between her and Nick was sweet. Me too. Um, but now they're going to have to, eventually they're going to have to face the fact that also, because Nick isn't stupid, like he knows that her and Adam were together. They're going to have to face the fact that Adam is it's a possibility of being the father. So I'm just interested in seeing what his, what his actions will be when it comes to that. Like, is he going to tell her, I still want to be around for you, even if it's Adam, I still want to be with you. Um, or is he going to like, again, try to give her the option to opt out of their relationship so she can maybe try to make things work with Adam if it turns out to be his. Okay. And what you got, Trish? Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think Sally um, is very vulnerable vulnerable right now and that she, um, you know, admitted she's in denial. She's been in denial. Chloe told her she's in denial. Um, I think what Chloe did with the whole, um, you know, vitamins was ridiculous and out mm-hmm. of place um, last week. But um, I think uh, I think she's coming around to being, you know, being able to deal with it. And um, I like that uh, they had her honest with Nick and now I want her to be honest with Adam. Yeah. yeah, see now that's where I am with this whole thing. I want her to she should have had the conversation with both guys cuz when Nick asked her, "Why did you wait so long to tell me?" The only reason that I think she hesitated because she's not sure who that father is because if she knew exactly it was Nick mm-hmm. and she really likes Nick, she would have ran and told him a week or two ago. Yep. But because it's up in the air and it's possibly that it is his brother's, that's why I think she actually needs to have the conversation with both guys. She would. I think she will. She just hasn't done it yet. Like she's yeah, I'm just hoping that that's Nick. the case. You know, I'm hoping that that's the case. But the way that the storylines, looking at the spoilers, I don't even see that on the radar. The biggest thing is trying to un get uh, Adam kicked out of Jabot over the next couple weeks. So I don't know if they're going to focus on Sally dropping that bombshell unless Adam accidentally hears something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I guess my thing is with that is she's going to be, she's going to show eventually. So it's not like she's going to be able to hide it from him. I just think they haven't gotten there yet when she tells Adam, because look how, I mean, she wasn't even planning on telling Nick. Nick just, kind of figured it out on his own so I just she just hasn't been ready to tell either one of them yet and I think I mean that's fair she's she was surprised with it she it again wasn't playing she's in denial about it it doesn't sound like it was something that she wanted to happen in her life right now so I mean that's something that takes time for somebody to get out especially when you're dealing with the fact that you don't know who the father is like I don't that's not something you can I don't feel like that's something you can rush somebody to do. Like they just have to take the time to figure out how they want to tell those individuals that are involved. Mm-hmm. And I, I think she'll get that. there. She just hasn't done it yet. Yeah. Well, somebody made an interesting comment on one of my recap videos this week that, cause the next sweeps, I think if not February is May. So somebody was saying that it's possible that that baby 
that Sally has is probably going to be played into May sweep. So we we'll see how this all kind of break down over the next several months or so. Mm-hmm. It's just that there was a lot of steps that Sally took that was sort of irresponsible, which she admitted to, which mm-hmm. she admitted that she did. She skipped a couple of birth control pills, which of course ended up pregnant. And then they, she didn't use protection with either of the guys. So now she's in this situation and honestly, with the other two people involved, hopefully they all get on the same page so that they can all be clear with all of this. But that's just my take on it. I know I might be a little bit different when it comes to that aspect, but, you know, hey, that's what we're here for. All three of us have difference of opinions, which make this whole thing so much fun. Well, yeah, yeah and I mean, you guys know I can't even imagine because obviously, I mean, I've never I've told y'all I've never been pregnant. I've never had children. Um, so I can't imagine the stress that someone goes under when they find out that they're pregnant and they weren't at all preparing or wanting or counting on that direction. They had other things in life planned and then this happens and it's completely, totally life changing, regardless of what decision that you make as as an individual woman to do with your body, your future, and your, uh, the life that's growing inside of you. It's a very personal decision. And I cannot imagine the stress that anyone, including a soap opera character is going through when you need to tell someone that you're expecting and you're not far along in a relationship. And you said you were going to take it slow and there's possibly another man involved as well. And it's his brother. So the stress level has to be off the charts. Cannot Mm -hmm. imagine. Jenna says that this is going to get real messy when Victor finds out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh Lord! Yeah, and the Victor. Yeah, yeah. Because Victor, Victor's got to be in control of all things Newman. Yeah, yeah and Jenna, most people don't have the Victor factor. Only they do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look at what he was saying about Harrison. You know, what I'm saying this week. So yeah, and um, that's a, that's not even a, a bio. That's just right. Like a and, step. I mean, I even said this in my recap. I said pretty much as long as Kyle and Summer stay together, he can pretty much pull that card. But, you know. Yeah. Um, okay. Did anybody else have anything? Uh, oh, let's read some of these. There's a ton of comments about this. Hold on. Um, I can't imagine what Nick is actually thinking about all of this. And if he's really ready to be a father again and sharing it with Sally of all people. That was Jenna. Melanie says Sally needs to be crystal clear to Adam that she's pregnant and she already told Nick. So don't hide him from Adam either. Right. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I agree with that. And yeah, so I read the other one about Victor finding out. And she also said, who wants to be who wants to have Victor Newman grandchild? (laughs) Are you in the comments, Keisha, on the YouTube side? I see it. Yeah. Oh, okay, Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Like, I I agree. I'm hoping that she kind of have a conversation with Adam soon or not later. But the problem is, is that, I don't know, Nick, I I think he feels a little bit overprotective of Sally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it wouldn't be a bit surprised because she said, I need you to be in denial with me in this whole thing she don't want to really have to think about this right now but the thing is that baby is growing so as much as she want to stay in the state of delusion that baby is moving further (laughs) i guess i I took that as in that moment i didn't take Mm -hmm. that as let's be in denial for months right i did too no 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 i took that for the moment of course 
you yeah. know what uh, the other thing when uh, that whole little scene was Chloe once again being the boss trying to boss people around trying to get Nick to leave um uh Sally's room it's like Chloe go mind your business somewhere Sally is a grown woman if she wants Nick to get out she will tell him to get out and she will mean it she you know what I mean mm-hmm. but obviously she was okay with Nick staying so he could talk to her because he wanted to talk to her just you go know, away Keisha in that particular instance I actually thought that Chloe was being a good friend when she left the vitamins I wanted her to get smacked and I'm not a violent person <laughs> But when she was actually trying to protect Sally because she knew just from talking to her, she wasn't really ready yet. I thought that was really sweet. And she knew Nick knew. Nick knew she knew he knew. Sally knew that Chloe knew that Nick knew. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's like, oh my God. Nobody wanted to say it out loud. Girl, you're so funny. I don't know. Yeah. I think I'm just so annoyed with Chloe that anything that it's she annoying. does where she's trying to mm-hmm. like um, steer the situation herself when it's not her business. Like I, I get what you're saying, Trish. I'm sure she was looking out for trying to look out for Sally, but sure. Sure. she so often like so often tries to um, take owner, like take control of a situation that doesn't involve her. So she just uh-huh. every time she does it, it just annoys me. Yeah, my dad yeah. used to call that a Budinsky. A Budinsky, <laughs> you're so funny. Yeah, I honestly normally, and if people watch my recaps, I used to call, I usually call Chloe Cuckoo Chloe because she's annoying. <laughs> but that one instance, because I mean, he, he came by, he stood at the door. She was, he just invited himself in. I'm he just sorry. walked right past her. He just yeah, walked he right past her, and I'm like, wait a minute, can you ask? Can I come in? Because remember, relationship, they just having fun, as she call it. So it's not like this, like Nick is even her boyfriend. You just walk in past Chloe and it's like, uh, can you come in or at least ask? I don't know. I just, I, I, I got Chloe in that moment. But everything else is like she's always in somebody's business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. We love Chloe. Yeah, okay. So Shanda said we probably want to find out that it's Adam's baby after being born and has eye problems. Yeah, that's what I said in my recap yesterday. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, with the um pigmentosa, red nitis pigmentosa. Mm-hmm. Um Jenna says Chloe is trying to pin this on Nick because she hates Adam. Um that wouldn't surprise me if she tried that. Mm-hmm. Um what is it with Nick never calling? He just shows up every day. <laughs> <laughs> they all do that. Say it again. I said they all do that. Yeah, well, we gotta talk about people not locking their doors on the bold mm-hmm. and beautiful. I, mm-hmm. I just or <laughs> or the fact that especially when it's the people living in hotels, when they got somebody knocking at their door mm-hmm. over and over again and they don't want to see them, or they don't have to answer the door and they do just, it anyway. Yes, thank you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yes, it's Stop like talking. It. Just, just stay seated. You don't have to answer the door. Yeah, they don't know if you're in there or not. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then Melanie says Victor is not going to be happy with Sally being pregnant by either Adam and Nick, baby. Uh-huh. So now this is a domino effect. Of course it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's. I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for him to find out. I did see Monday's episode, and you know Victor is inquisitive, even though Nick. 
you know, didn't give him any answers. But you know Victor Newman, he's gonna figure it out. He's not mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah, he didn't just fall off a turnip truck. No. <laughs> All right. Where do you want to move to next? Well, I mean, since we're talking about Victor, I mean, okay. this whole situation with Kyle is just... Annoying. Oh, my gosh. I mean, come on. How old is Adam? And Victor really walks into the Abbott office like, it's been a day. Why would you call me back? Dude, he's got a life. I mean... right. Just because you snap your fingers doesn't mean that everybody has to jump. He's not related to you other than by marriage to your granddaughter. And you're not an overlord to her. So, I mean, yeah, Yeah, that annoyed me too. When he's yeah, like, I, I, that, that you haven't called so, me back yet. Yeah. I said that yesterday in the recap. I'm like, Victor, you sound really entitled to think that the world revolves mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. you. He's talking about, uh, excuse me, why haven't I heard from you in two or three days? Man, you sound like a jilted ex or a girlfriend or something. Right. Right. And I, yeah, and I wish Kyle would have been would have said what you said, Trish. Like, I have, there's other things that I've got going on in my life. You are not my priority. No. no. I mean, and your family drama. Like, this, all, this all benefits him. It don't have anything to do with Kyle. He could care less, I think, at this point that Adam is there working. And I mean, honestly, and the thing is, Adam has pretty much been staying out of Kyle's way. Kyle is over at Marchetti Division. He's not even over there, Jabot, unless he's popping in with to see his dad or crossing in the hallways. But that's it. And yep. Adam has just stayed out of the way or he's at the bar. So, like Phyllis said a few weeks ago, do that man work? Yep. Right. <laughs> so, you know, my thing is, is that him trying to ignite this hatred in Kyle just for him to say, okay, we need to make him fall epically. And then I'm going to give him this, oh, this job to have him come back to Newman. It's like, there's no guarantee that Adam's going to come back to Newman. He doesn't want to. Right. Yeah, it's just... I, it irritates me. I don't like people messing with Adam. You know I'm an Adam. Same. Yep. <laughs> Leave yep. my boy alone. Yep. You know, I mean, he's not bothering anybody. He got away from Newman to get peace. And it's not just Victor. Victoria doesn't want him over there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, too, he's not at war with anybody right now. Leave him alone. Yeah. And then what about the interaction in the hallway with Summer and Adam? I don't know that Summer truly understands the depths of deprivation her grandfather will go to. And I don't think she understands just how easily manipulated her husband is. Maybe she does. I don't know that she does. Um, But Kyle is a meldable piece of clay and can be taken advantage of up, down, left, and right. And Victor is a master puppeteer. Mm-hmm. Well, the interesting thing is on Monday's episode, when you just said she, she's not sure, she is exactly sure because she breaks it down to Kyle uh. what to expect from Victor and uh. why he should not do this thing with Victor. And it's like, Kyle, you are not that ate up with anger against Adam lately. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden you just want him. To, I want him to fall and all this. I'm like, dude, stop. Right. <laughs> Good. Thanks for telling us. That's exciting. I can't wait to see. Yeah. Yeah. That's Monday. Um, what else you got, Keish? Um, with that whole little situation, just the, mm-hmm. it, 
I mean, nothing else other than it's rid- it's ridiculous that Kyle is even. I feel like he's given a victor enough to think that he's entertaining the idea that he'll help him with this. Like, this isn't it's this not my business. This is a family issue that you have <clears throat> going on. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be involved. Like, keep me out of it. Well, I wish he would have said that to Victor. Yeah. And then y'all at the end, Kyle says, this is what I want. And then of course it ends is what he wants that Victor's never going to press charges against his dad and mom for stealing the necklace. No. Okay, good. Yeah. Cause they don't know anything about that yet. Yeah. I was wondering if it well, was I, blow up. That, that answer is on Monday's episode on what Kyle wants. Okay. Yep. All right, Jenna says, I think that Victor needs to back off Adam. Sherry Robinson, the Victor and Kyle thing is so stupid. I totally agree. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. Jenna says, Kyle explained to Summer that Victor can help with the textile parts of Marchetti. That came out of nowhere. Kyle has enough problems. He needs to worry about his marriage and not Adam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Tell me about it. Um. Jenna says she agree. I don't like people messing with Adam either. Now, Melanie says that she is tired of Billy, Nick, Victoria, Kyle, Everybody. Summer, <laughs> Victor, Sally, and Chloe. Stop humiliating Adam just being trashed every time. I agree with that. I agree with um, that. Jenna mm-hmm. says I'm over Summer with anybody right now. Um, she's in denial about Kyle, the marriage, Diane Garbage, and all of it. Hey, honey, smile. Good morning. I don't think Summer's in denial. I think Kyle is in denial about everything. Yeah, Kyle is so happy that his mom in town. He don't see anything else. Right. And Summer is trying to, like, get him to see. Like she said, take your mom off a pedestal. So I think it's more Kyle than Summer. I do, too. And I think it's, it's the mental anguish of thinking she was dead at such a young age and that mother-son bond and relationship is in my opinion stunted with him at that age so Mm -hmm. while we're watching him uh interact with diane and be around diane we're not seeing today's kyle we're seeing regression kyle oh i see you you talking about his the child that he was arrested at that Mm -hmm. age yes ma'am yes gotcha that makes sense um, and I just think that the, like the Victor aspect of this of them trying to get Adam um, fired from Jabot is just I don't it's it's like an obsession like it's wrong. this man has moved on mm-hmm. but you, first of all you guys go back and forth every year about something you kick him out of the family or he decides that he doesn't want anything to do with the family and then you act like okay well then go away go do your own thing he does that and then here you come ruining whatever it is that whatever success or accomplishment mm-hmm. that he has made outside of your family. And because it's not with the Newmans, you don't like it. So you need to stop it. Right. So now he has no you're, you're trying to make it to where he has no other options but to maybe come beg into you for a job, which I don't think Adam would do. I don't think he would either. <laughs> and the other thing is happen for that. The other thing is, this is going behind Jack's back. So it's also going to affect the relationship between Kyle and Jack. Because mm-hmm. Jack was the one that hired him. Kyle decides to un uh, to remove his co-CEO out of a job by this whole setup. And I won't say what, that, what he asked Victor for, but it's like, dude, really? It's going to get found out. 
believe me. So, you know, my thing is, it's just a mess. I just think Victor needs to leave him alone. I've always said this, and Keisha can attest to this when we've been talking on this podcast for the last four years. I always wanted Adam to have his own company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do his own thing. As long as he's in other people's spaces, people can kind of control the situation. Whereas, and I mean, even if he had his own company, of course, Victor might come in there and try to undermine that too, right? Well, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to, you know. So I don't know what Adam, it's like he is in a no-win situation when, with all of these people. Yep. Yeah. Um, Melanie said, Kyle is so colorblinded by Diane Mm-hmm. That she chose to fake her own death. She chose to fake identity and chose to be involved with Jeremy. Yep. Um, Jack ain't going to have to worry. He and Diane are walking a tightrope. Jenna says, I would love to see Adam has, have his own company. Yes, I agree. Sabrina says, I think that Victor is going to find out what Jack and Diane did and use it against them. Um, I think it's going to be more like Nikki first. Yes. Yeah, because, um, you know, next week she really put the pieces together. Well, and so I have like a little hope in my head of what what will happen. And um, so Kyle was also involved. So he was part of the conspiracy. Mm -hmm. So Jack and Kyle get into trouble. It's bad for Jabot's image and either Ashley or Adam take over as CEO. So that would, oh my God, that would be great. Now, Ashley, I don't know if she'll come back. You know, Eileen Davidson have so many other projects. Yeah. So, but putting Adam in charge of Jabot? Oh my God. That Y'all bookmark great. these words that we're saying here because if this happens, we're going to want some Adelaide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That so let was, me, go ahead, uh, Keisha. I was just going to say, so can we talk, can we talk, like we may as well get into this part of the story with um Kyle and Summer like mm-hmm. the little bickering that they've been having this week which part of that was um Summer basically telling Jack and Diane we don't want to know what you're planning because we don't want to we don't want to be a part of it and Kyle got mad at her about that right and she's right because they need plausible deniability yeah the less they know the better and Kyle I guess- was, go ahead Kyle was genuinely like you know, pissed off at her because mm-hmm. she wanted them to keep them out of the details. And it's like, your wife is looking out for you and you're going to throw a fit about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting concept. A lot of people weren't too happy with Summer because it made her look hypocritical. And I think a lot of this is predicated on the fact that Summer, who we have now, versus a Hunter King Summer, she would have been all in. <laughs> so what setting up Jeremy Stark? Yeah, because of the I don't think so. Oh, I don't think so either. I, I think I think she'd be driving over Diane. I think her and Kyle would have been broken up by now because of Diane. I'm just because she would have been on her mama's side. I'm just repeating what I'm seeing. So what a lot some of the fans are saying that how could she be so self-righteous about all of this based on everything that she's done in the past, everything married man's car sleeping with billy you know a lot of times we you know when we, and i i'm all for improvement and making changes and being a better person in the soap world people hold your past <laughs> against you yeah. like everybody else you know what i'm saying so 
some of the folks was like, Summer girl, please sit down and be quiet because No, 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 I don't I don't agree with that at all. And that's why not only not only are what they have been involving them in a crime, like Mm -hmm. basically them knowing the details and being part of the plan, but they robbed Summer's grandmother. Yeah, and she the just, fact and that they were going to get that necklace back. And just like they, Jenna said, Jenna just said, and she stood there and said nothing. What? What you talk? What do you mean? When she when what that uh, Summer stood there and said, yeah, because they basically the put Summer they put Summer in a crappy position mm-hmm. because if she does tell, then now her husband is in trouble and her husband's parents are in trouble. So. You, making me choose between my grandmother mm-hmm. my grandparents and my husband and his parents like that's a crappy position to put somebody in yep they should have they should have not in my i don't think so it's a double-edged sword because if kyle doesn't tell summer now he's keeping secrets but you're also putting summer in the position to where now she's got to keep a secret from her grandparents that you guys set up this Jeremy Stark guy. You committed a crime, broke into their um, condo, and stole a piece of jewelry. Regardless of the fact that you knew that you were going to be able to get that jewelry back because you were setting this guy up, mm-hmm. you're still putting me in the position to know that you did this to my grandparents, and now I basically have to keep my mouth shut to keep my husband out of jail or legal trouble or whatever. So I don't think it's as simple as she just stood there and just didn't say nothing. It's what could she say? Like, that's a hard decision to make. Yeah, I mean, they went down a whole rabbit hole with this storyline. I didn't know how far Jack was going to go with this thing, because at first he was trying to stay arm's length and wasn't trusting Diane and wanted this relationship with Kyle and Diane, and of course, he got sucked into this whole thing and well, was so I mean- busy so busy trying to save Diane from Jeremy and she's so afraid and let's take her to the cabin and let's not take her to the cabin bring her back and we got a plan it it just it's just a hot mess go ahead Trish his other brain got engaged so it was over when that happened (laughs) (laughs) well listen like I said yesterday in my recap the last time Jack actually had some was four years ago when he was with Carrie so, you know. <laughs> I thought him and, Phil- him and Phyllis slept together, right? Nope. Yeah, so. I thought they did right before, uh, right around the time that Diane came back. Because yeah. that what? That was what remember? she thought about in the front of the, in the foyer of the hotel. Yeah. Mm, well, either At way. At least once, I believe. Yeah, well, it's been a while. So. It has. Yeah. <laughs> been a dry, been, been a bit of a dry spell. Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, so what did you guys think about the scene with Jack and no. Diane? No. Um, so, uh, so this is a, uh, it's, so I don't mind Jack and Diane being together because I don't want him to be with Phyllis, but I, I think him and Jack have, or um, him and Diane have good chemistry. I just don't like all of the other stuff surrounding them getting together. Yeah, I honestly think that Peter Bergman and Susan does have on-screen chemistry. But like you said, Keisha, it's just the circumstances around how they got together. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, um, in regards to Phyllis, because we, we got to talk about that whole situation where her son told her to go get some help. <laughs> um, <laughs> Daniel is like, look, I'm over this. Yep. Every time I sit down with you, you complain about Diane. I'm supposed to be talking mm -hmm. about this gaming platform. Mm -hmm. Even Tucker about... was sorry. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say, even Tucker said the same thing to her. Like, you're obsessed with your hatred for Diane. Like, you need to find something else to do. Yep. Yeah. Everybody I mean... is telling her the same thing, and she refuses to listen. Girl, this thing goes way back even when Amanda told her that when she yep. was still owning the Grand Phoenix. Remember Amanda mm -hmm. told Phyllis that? Like, look, you got to get a hold of yourself. Yep. <laughs> I remember. Anger is a very powerful, powerful thing. Yeah, it's consuming her. You know, now let me, let's backtrack because with this whole plot with that Jack and Diane had, mm -hmm. they think it's all over. Because, you know, Chance got involved. They had to ship Jeremy off. Mm -hmm. That whole thing with her leaving the jury at his suite and then her disappearing as he got out of the shower. The interesting thing about that is that Phyllis still got video footage of them at the glam club. What's the so, glam club? Huh? What's the glam club? Noah's oh, club. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah, that's, that's what it's called, the glam club. <laughs> they told Chance one thing, right? Mm -hmm. Nikki is also has also seen that same footage as well. So if Phyllis shows that to say, hey, look, I don't know what they told you and she was afraid of him and she, you know, he's been threatening her since he got to town. I got a video of them canoodling over there Cozy, at yeah. North. Yeah. Canoodling, that's a great canoodling. <laughs> not only that but <clears throat> there's no there's no evidence that Jeremy was in Chicago at the time that, that happened right um what else there's oh, got to be else. video footage of him going in and out of his hotel room in the evening getting back home you know not only yeah not only him but Diane too because exactly. Diane was in his hotel room that same night mm -hmm. so I feel there's too many holes in the story it is. It is. And I'm glad I didn't even think about that. And then, you guys, why why would Jack and Diane show up at his hotel room? Right. Well, That's what I thought, too. I was like, what are you two doing there? I mean. Yeah. And on top of that, so not only do you conveniently show up when the police are at, at his hotel room, um, but then you call Nikki to come over so you can talk to her about, oh, I heard about your jewelry being stolen. Well, good news. Jeremy got arrested. Like, why don't you guys just shut up? That's like, you keep so talking serious. about it. This, hey, it listen. looks suspicious. Yes. <laughs> that whole thing was stupid. Yes. It was just absolutely stupid. Like you said, Keisha, them showing up at the hotel and him calling Nikki. Really? Yeah. That was dumb. Yeah, there, there was no reason for you to call Nikki to talk to her about the situation at all. Mm -mm. Yeah, and then, and then look, I, some, oh, sorry, Jenna sorry. said Jack shows up at the coffee shop too, remember? Mm -hmm. You know, and he's sitting up there looking at Chance like, oh, he's getting a phone call. And I'm like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was just, there's way too many holes for this to be able to stick to Jeremy because 
because he didn't leave, you know, Genoa City, even if, you know, they think maybe he paid somebody to do it, he could easily say, I I was in my hotel. I was at my hotel that night when all this happened. Diane came and visited me at this time. And then when she left, all of a sudden, all this stuff starts showing up in my room. I got in the shower and you found, you know, those schematics in my mattress I found that diamond necklace sitting on my table when I came out. I had no idea, you know, where she got it from or why she left it there. So, I, you know, I picked it up and put it in my pocket because I was going to take it back to her. Right. And, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Honey, Like, smart. there's no hard evidence that, uh-huh. that will stick to him once they start peeling the layers back. Right. Yeah. Honey Smile said Phyllis is going to lose her mind when she find out that Jack slept with Diane. You know, I don't think she is anymore. I think she's resigned herself to the fact that Jack is completely and utterly idiotic and that he is basically just the little puppy following the little scent around of the snack treat. And I just don't, I don't think she's going to blow a gasket. I think she's going to throw her hands up. And the other thing that bothered me about that whole situation is at some point, either Nikki, Ashley, or Phyllis need to slap that smirk off of Diane's oh my face. God. And yes. She said, Ooh, and isn't it amazing or isn't it uh interesting that this robbery of your necklace wound up being what made me safer? Yes. Oh, she was, was being like, very smug. Right. Very smug. Like, Diane, <laughs> shut up. You were the, and you know the more they stay they say that kind of stuff the harder they're going to fall and it is going to be glorious to watch. Yeah. I can't wait. They better make it glorious to watch or I'm going to be upset. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, I I couldn't stand the way I couldn't stand Mm -hmm. how smug she was being when Nikki was there. Like Nikki didn't just pop up over there. Y'all called her over there. So you don't call her over there. Shove it in her face. And be smug about the fact that you guys broke into her condo and stole her necklace. And you know, as soon as she realized they hadn't changed the code and she looked at Jack, yep. she put the whole thing together. Yep. yep. She sure did. And they don't um, even see it. Mm-mm. Okay, so some of the comments. Um, let's see. Jenna said that was an insane. Um, Ethel says the entire storyline is dumb. Yes. <laughs> yep. uh, Brooklyn says what happened to the half a million dollars that right. Jack gave Jeremy? Yeah. yeah, where's that money? Sabrina says, I can't be on board with Jack and Diane at all. Nana Rob says, that's what I don't like. Summer hiding the truth from her grandparents. Jenna says, but y'all have to talk about Jeremy. I mean, this guy has done nothing so dangerous. Jack exactly. and Diane are like idiots trying to frame him, and he has done nothing to anybody. That's what, that's what we've been saying for weeks, is yeah. what has Jeremy actually done to make Jack feel like they need to set up this whole plan to frame him to get him put back in jail he hasn't i haven't heard him threaten uh diane once he and it was diane saying she owes me money and it was diane's idea to get back into business so she's yeah. the one that brought up illegal activity right all jeremy has ever said through this whole thing is you owe, i want the money you owe me because me you took yeah. such and such amount of money and i had to spend six years in jail because of you 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 need to pay me some money. Like that's literally all he said to her. He hasn't threatened to to harm her in any way. 
Nope. Right. Now, Linda says they should have checked for fingerprints on the necklace. Diane had to leave a print or maybe Jack, too. Well, and hair. It and was hair. on Diane. I mean, that kind of a necklace has those little prongs holding the stones, and that would have caught a hair. Mm-hmm. Um, Melanie says, Chance is not stupid that the pieces are not coming together. That's why Mm -hmm. that's why would Jeremy go to Victor and Nikki's apartment and just steal one piece of jewelry and leave the reading glasses there that was Mm -hmm. dumb Yep, so stupid I can't Jenna said I can't wait for it I can't stand Diane and I feel for Phyllis because I know why she hates that tramp I'll be right back ladies okay sure Uh, Jenna says yes there better be a payoff to the storyline it can't end like Ashlyn Locke did right um Freakzilla Worldwide, good morning. Good morning to you. Rosemarie from Florida. Kyle will tell Victor truth and ask to forget about it in return for sabotaging Adam. Interesting. That would be an interesting plot. Um, Sabrina says, you guys know them cameras don't work at the five-star hotel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, maybe they need somebody to drop out of the ceiling again. Right. Oh, my God, that was funny. Uh, Jenna says, Diane has everyone scared to death of Jeremy, and he is supposed to be such a threat, but what has he done to any of them? Exactly, nothing. Diane's the threat. She's a liar. She's a hustler. She's a manipulator. And I don't care what anybody says. Those big blue eyes are conniving. I know, right? Mm -hmm. Um. Ethel says the payoff is going to be less than blowing out a match. Probably so. Knowing the writers, they know how to drop the ball. Yeah. And then the dominoes, Melanie says that the dominoes are going to fall down once Chance sees the proof of of Phyllis recording Jeremy and Diane getting cozy and hearing the conversation stealing from Nikki. Frickzilla said that the Grand Phoenix is more like a three-star hotel. Um. <laughs> Grandmaster says Phyllis and Diane are the same, and Jenna says if I have to watch Diane cry to Jack one more time, I'm going to hurl. <laughs> All right, before we continue, you guys, it's a, it's a, it's over fifty people in the chat. Can you please hit that like button? I know you're enjoying the content. We're having a great time over here, and everybody's chatting it up. Hit that like button. And uh, also, too, we do have merch. I don't know if you guys seen it. I haven't talked about it lately, but the link it will be in the description if you want, you know, a mug from Crimson Lights or the Grand Phoenix mug or Crimson Light tote, all of that stuff there. And the ticker at the bottom has the actual link where you can actually find that. So hit that like button and I'm hoping you are enjoying our content. Now, you know we got to talk about Devon and Lily. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Look, so Devon, Lily, and Jilly. Right? <laughs> Jilly. Jilly. All right. I Who want to go? I'll start there first. Listen. Yep. I'm, on, I'm on Devon's side with this one. I'm sorry. I, 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 I want... I would want out. I mean, for the most part, you didn't have two moles try to undermine that IPO not once but twice. Yep. And then you still after that want to go ahead and move forward with the IPO? Mhm. Yep. I want no part of that. 
Let me have my piece of my company back. You guys do what you want with chancellors, and I'll see you at the next dinner party. I'm done. <laughs> you know, I, when Lily came at him with what she and Jill decided was going to happen, mm-hmm. and she said, you can just take the money and, and build uh, Hamilton Winters, blah, blah, blah. Well, it wouldn't be Neil and him doing it. Right. Exactly. Have lost all legacy rights. And, and that is the whole point of him wanting to get his company extracted from this because he wants the legacy not to have money. He's got money. He wants the legacy to be able to build on that, not to have to go start something from scratch by himself without Neil that has no legacy connotations whatsoever. It can't be that hard to understand that. And the yeah. fact that Jill and Lily got to make that decision when Jill's the one who brought um, in um, Audra. Audra is ludicrous. I mean, Devon should sue. Well, but that's what management, he, all of it. Wasn't he thinking about taking this to court? <clears throat> it's going to mm-hmm. get ugly is what he said. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, what you got, Trish? I mean, uh, Keisha. No, I agree. I think um, it's very, I I just can't believe that Lily is not thinking about her brother in this and the company that her brother and her father built together and that she could just so, you know, flippantly say, you can, you can go start a new company. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that big a deal. And, yeah. and it's over, over a, a company that you really, truly don't have any real stake in other than the fact that you're the CEO. Like this is your family's company that you're competing against. You, the only thing that you have of chancellor is that you're the CEO of that company. I get it. I get that it's her career, but she's been at chancellor for what, about a year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm sure, you know, she's got other little perks and benefits, but for you to pick that company over your relationship with your brother and the company that your brother and your father built was just, I don't know. I, I, it was disappointing. I was disappointed in her. I agree with you on that because here's the thing. What, what Lily and Jill would be doing is saying, you know what? We're going to keep your company. Sorry, just go get something else. So you, you took an established company from Devon. We're going to hold on to it along with Chancellor. See you later if you don't want to be a part of this. Go start your own stuff. So pretty mm-hmm. much they're kicking him out. Yep. If you want if you don't want no part of this, then you don't have to be a part of this. But we get to keep your company though. Yeah. That's, That's tra- great trash to me. Yep. So no, I'm totally on Devon's side. What I didn't like, and what did you think about the advice that Abby gave him? To saying, well, yeah, you could just go and start a new company. I'm like, girl, come on. let Go tell it to your father who does not want to give up Newman. Right. <laughs> yep. But you can tell Devon to go start something else. Go ahead. Oh, I just, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out because the dynamics of the of the breakage is not just business, it's family relationships. And it's also people uh, that aren't family that will take sides. It's a ripple effect. This is not going to be pretty. No, Mm -mm. not at all. Not at all. And it's going to affect the personal relationship too. Yep. 
You know, I mean, how hard can it be? He got the money to buy it back. Give them the cash and take Chancellor and go about your merry way. And then he can run his own company and y'all right. be cool. Yeah, that's that's why I don't understand why they're so reluctant to do it. Other than, I guess, you know, Jill saying that him backing out of the merger is going to look bad PR-wise for their companies. But that uh, Chancellor is an established corporation has been for decades. Years. They it's will be fine. Over it, right? I mean it'll blow yeah, it'll blow over in a few months. Nobody else will think about it. And you guys will move on with, you know, whatever other plans that you have. Find somebody else to merge with if that's what you need to do. But uh, I just I don't know. I, I don't like the way that to me it sounds yes. selfish to me. Yep, that's oh, a good really? way to put Absolutely. It. Absolutely. Very selfish. Um, it's a ton of comments too, and everybody is mostly team Devon. Now, Jenna says, I think that Devon is too impulsive and he needs to let go of the past and look at the future. He has an opportunity here. If he didn't want to merge, he should have stayed out of this in the first place. Now, I do, I do agree with a part of that because in the beginning, he was hesitant, he yep. should have just stuck to his gut and stayed out of it. Mm -hmm. And that's what he said. Yeah, that's what he yep. said. He said, I, I wasn't comfortable with this in the first place. I liked when he when he told Lily, like when they were all in there talking and he and he says, um, I should have stuck to how I felt in the, in the first place and just not done this merger. And then Lily said something about. Um, yeah, I didn't take much convincing is what she said. And then he was like, oh, really? Because before you told me that I took too long to make a decision, but right. now you're telling me it yes. didn't take much convincing? Yes, yes. That I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. I was glad he spoke up about that because when she said that, I immediately was like, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm like, well, that cut that that cut that conversation short. Yep. Uh, Honey Smile said, I will never understand why Lily wants to save a sinking ship. Everybody left or got fired. Billy, Amanda, Nate, Audra. She could just work for Daniel Startup. Um, Jenna says, yes, I understand he has the chance now to buy everyone out. If he would talk to Tucker, he could handle this better. Somebody said in the comment earlier that maybe he cut off his relationship with Tucker too soon because this is when he really needs him now. What do you guys think about that? I mean, if he still wants Tucker's help, Tucker would jump at that opportunity regardless of Absolutely. any arguments that they've had to this point. Yeah, Tucker would be all over that. And two, I think people have to remember that we're only seeing one tiny corner of a giant office building of a few people that their legal team would be dozens of people, not just Amanda and her sister. And there would be many, many other vice presidents and many in, um, presidents of different business units and thousands of employees. So Chancellor is, is a gigantic corporation in the scheme of the show. And so they're they're definitely not going under. They're not having financial problems. They're just having an, a potential internal crisis with the with the whole uh, Nate and Amanda. I mean, um, Audra stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. They're a big in in the story. They're actually <laughs> a humongous company and have more money than you know the heavens. And and my my other thing is for Lily, uh, and maybe she maybe she just doesn't want to do this. But if you want to work with your brother so bad, then quit Chancellor and go work at Hamilton Winters. I can relate to yep. that. Yep. 
I totally agree. I totally agree. Because you're still working for somebody over at Chancellor. You're just not working for your family. Well, you know, she she when she worked at um, Hamilton Winters, I remember she and Devon did not always see eye to eye. And he was constantly, even back then, was shooting her ideas down. Yeah, I don't know. The dynamic, but that's why it's hard mm-hmm. when it comes to money and family, yep. and business and family. It can be a touchy situation. Everybody has to all be on the same page and everybody got to all play their part and, you know, and work together. Because other than that, it can get real ugly. Yeah, absolutely. All right. um, Let's kind of move forward to the whole thing with um, Adam and Billy. And then, of course, Billy and Chelsea. Mm hmm. Because look like Billy and Chelsea is getting even closer. What, what mm-hmm. about that awkward dinner with pizza? Yeah, Connor Adam was, sort of had a, a roust. Yeah, that's the other thing is that Adam was nowhere to be found, and it was interesting. And I know everything kind of fell in kind of unexpected because Victoria brought Johnny over. She stayed to talk with Chelsea. And then, of course, Billy was already out buying the boys pizza. And then he came over. Wait till Adam find out about all of this. <laughs> right. He got enough drama. What do y'all, what did you think about that, Keish? Um, I don't, I don't know how to feel. I don't know. Because I feel like sometimes Adam can be a little too overprotective when it comes to Chelsea? Adam Billy. Both. Well, they both are, but <laughs> Adam included. It's not just Billy. Mm-hmm. Adam does it too, because he went over when they were at Society. He was the mm-hmm. one that got up and went over to Billy and started this whole back and forth right. about Chelsea. And I, I don't know, I just thought it was unnecessary. Like, if Chelsea is okay with Billy being around, then there's really nothing that you can say about it. Um, and then on the other side of that, Billy is also overprotective of Chelsea for no reason. Mm-hmm. They're they're both just being ridiculous, in my opinion. And what it boils down to, really, is what does Chelsea want? If Chelsea doesn't want Billy around, then she'll tell Billy, you know, you're spending too much time over here. I, you need to take a step back. Um, you know, if if I want some company, I'll give you a call. Like I'm okay. You can you can loosen up the reins or, you know, let me go a little bit. Um, And the same thing with Adam. Like if, Mm -hmm. if she doesn't want Adam around or, you know, doesn't want him asking about her well-being or whatever, then she'll let Adam know that. But the two of them are arguing with each other over Chelsea constantly. And neither one of them is really asking the, uh, is really asking Chelsea, what do you want? It's basically about what they want. And what they don't want. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do you think that Chelsea is enjoying the attention? No, because I don't think it's, I don't feel like she's looking at this as, oh my God, they're arguing over me. They're, you know, everybody's tripping over themselves to make sure I'm okay. I don't feel like she's doing that with it. I don't think she knows all of the outside arguments Mm-mm. Billy and Adam are having with each other. Mm-hmm. I think all she sees is Adam popping up at her house, asking how she's doing, asking, you know, if she needs anything, if she's okay. 
and then in the in the same with Billy. And then every once in a while, both of them will throw a little snide comment about the other in there when, you know, when they're talking to Chelsea about how often so-and-so comes around or what so-and-so is, you know, why, why he was at her house this time or, you know, whatever the case. But it's point to me, it's pointless for Billy and Adam to argue with each other about how much time each other is spending with Chelsea. When if Chelsea doesn't have an issue with it, then nobody should have an issue with it because what it nobody can force Chelsea to do what they want her to do. She's going to do what she wants to do and what she feels comfortable with. So why are you guys arguing about it? Yeah, that whole thing is a mess. There's a lot of people in the comments that are not feeling the Billy Chelsea coupling. Um, I don't, I don't want them to be a couple. I don't like how her character first came on the show for that reason. I am not a Billy Chelsea coupling fan at all. Um, it's just you to me. I just know. No. Would you rather for her to be with Adam? No. Uh, I think, quite frankly, that Chelsea needs to be alone for a while. Um, okay, gotcha. She glommed on to so many people in a very short period of time. While she was going down this spiral, she just needs to stay in therapy and she needs to pay attention to herself and her son. And she can be friendly with other people, but she needs to get that self straight before she goes into any relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sabrina says Chelsea needs a new job and a new man. And she's sick <laughs> of the storyline. And then Jenna says that Chelsea is enjoying connecting with Johnny and Connor together. And Billy and Adam both are making that possible for her. Hmm. I mean, yeah, Billy's making it possible for the Johnny thing to happen. Mm -hmm. Whereas with Connor, I, well, yeah, because Connor actually was staying with Adam until she got the place. Mm -hmm. And then he's been staying over there. So, yeah, I guess they're making it happen with the kids. Um, update, Devon wanted to make up for him putting her in prison and wanted to work with his sister like he worked with his dad. Lily, Justin got oh, Justin got greedy and Jill and wanted to be team Jill. That was Marie Cole. Yeah, so back to the um, the whole thing with Adam and Billy. They just need to put their <laughs> egos aside and focus on the kids. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what this come back to. And like you said, I, honestly, Chelsea does need time to herself mm -hmm. to get her mental health back on track before she's trying to cuddle up and eat popcorn and have movies with Billy. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm with you. I thought it was nice that they that she invited Victoria to stay. Yeah, that was good. I mean, okay, so you know, um, you have on which we'll talk about later, I'm sure, B&B, &B, where Taylor and Brooke are bonding in a sisterhood friendship. You mm -hmm. know, it might be kind of cool if Victoria and Chelsea did that mm -hmm. for the kids, and that would be a real good storyline, and it would show two strong women coming together as friends. Um, I like to see positive women portrayed on shows where there can be some kind of friendship. I haven't seen yeah. it in a long time because, you know, um, Lauren and uh, Phyllis haven't hung out a lot and Amanda's gone. So Amanda and Phyllis aren't hanging out and there's really, you know, other than Chloe and 
Sally, and they even butt heads sometimes. Uh, Chloe hadn't been hanging out with Chelsea. I mean, there's no real bonded girlfriend uh, groups on here. And I just think that's important for women to, I, I think it's important for the show for women to see that. The only group of women that we've seen gathered together, they were coven. <laughs> coven against yeah. Diane. Which was, was a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they were doing it to gang up against another woman. Right, right. Like, I guess, well, for a while we had Mariah and um, uh, Mariah and Abby. Yeah, that's true. With Mariah not being on the show as much, mm-hmm. we don't, we, you know, we don't really see that that much anymore. Right. But mm-hmm. like her, her, Abby and Tessa <clears throat> and um, Elena, they, they would all, you know, hang out every once in a while. Yeah, I think the only thing we've seen remotely close is Sally and Chloe. That's it yeah. lately, you know. And I mean, Chloe has been going to bat for Sally over the past several months with all mm-hmm. of this stuff. So I think that's the, and as much as she's a Budinsky, like Trish says, <laughs> you know, I mean, the closeness between her and Sally has been more than the closeness lately between her and and Chelsea, yeah. which is crazy to me because your best friend is going through something right now. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you know what else this is kind of sad is the fact that we, I can't remember the last close, close female relationship Victoria has had other than, you know, of course her mom, obviously her and her mom are close, but she's got a sister and even her sister yep. don't really seem all that close. Well, that's because Victoria is extremely vindictive. Yeah. You know, yeah, and she means her her personality is so off putting that, you know, like you say, her own sister doesn't really hang out with her. <laughs> you know, and I'm saying that's a good thing, but I mean she she looks down her nose at people. She always has this attitude. She's cold. It's like how are you very supposed cold. to have a friend? Yeah very cold yeah jenna says she's got a sister she's got a niece like you know no Mm -hmm. close relationship with either one of them yeah jenna says victoria is too stiff and cold to be close to anybody she's a cold fish Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's true (laughs) yeah you know it's so sad y'all she didn't used to be this way she tried so hard as a young person after going to boarding school and come back and she was so insecure being you know it was like the whole poor little rich girl story right Mm -hmm. but she came back and she was really sweet and she tried to be friends with people and every time it was somebody wanted something from her you know what i mean and so it jaded her and i would like to see I would like to see that soften a little bit again, you know, and yeah. her not be so standoffish and ha- and carry the burden of being uh, wanted only because of what you can do for people instead of just being a friend. Yeah. Well, I, you know, the thing is, like Freakzilla Worldwide says, she's Victor's favorite child. She's yes. trying to be the female Victor Newman. and. Yep. Not too many. Victor doesn't have a lot of friends. I don't even think he wants friends. He uh, to, Victor he, don't have any friends. He doesn't have any friends. He just, he talks to people and then he see what he can get out of them. Yeah. And Victoria is pretty much on that same path. Yeah. Yeah. So, I wonder, I don't know. I wonder why <laughs> it is that the writers kind of, I feel like they separate out the, 
like the families in the show because when you think about it about it lily doesn't really have any close female friends either mm-hmm. i mean abby, Elena was really, well, didn't add one abby her friend at one point or something or no i don't think they just i don't think there's a like they aren't friends but how often do you did we ever see her and abby hanging out you know who her close friend wasn't her close friend colleen Colleen was her best friend. Yeah. Yep. Right. And then of course and they killed know, her the off. Character, right. And then so, I think her and Mackenzie were were close for a little while and then yeah. she left the show. Yeah. Um, so she doesn't have a, a friend either. Yeah. Her job doesn't. is her friend right now. Right. I guess Sharon honestly doesn't either other than her you know her daughter and Tessa. You yeah. don't really see her with any other women. <clears throat> no. So, Everybody's just spread out. You yeah, know? and so, and Phyllis is just floating through time. So you know, yeah. So, uh, and then we got one other storyline, pretty brief this week, and that's the whole connection with Sharon and Chance. Mm-hmm. I'm actually warming up to it. it, it you yeah. know, I I even hated to say that, but I I I sort of am, mm-hmm. um, because you can feel the actor pulling personality out for chance in those scenes. Whereas I feel like almost even up to day before yesterday or like, what was it? Wednesday. Mm -hmm. He was still, the way he spoke to Abby was very, he's very robotic, very matter of fact, whereas Mm -hmm. I can see this part of him coming out with Sharon where he's actually not talking at someone. He's having a conversation and it's very enjoyable. And they're laughing mm-hmm. and they're having fun, especially with Chance talking about that he wants out of being a cop now all of a sudden. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder uh I wonder what that what path they'll take him on if he's not gonna be a cop anymore. Well listen, I I mean, honestly, I guess they can do it. They took Nate out of being a doctor to a CEO, so I don't <laughs> maybe well, he'll come and run uh Chancellor. He's well, he I was gonna say he's a chancellor and they did, you know, uh, always want him in the company. Um, but he didn't want to be, he wanted to be, you know, doing his uh, military and his law enforcement path. Uh, but I think that, um, perhaps they could be an interesting and fun couple. Hey, Sabrina says chance is boring, so is Elena. What do you think? I like Elena. I do. I like Elena too. And I like, I I'm liking where they're going with chance. I will say that I did think that chance was boring. Um, I did think that chance was, um, you know, being unaccountable for his part in everything, but then he finally did admit that although robotically, um, Mm -hmm. I do have hope for his character that somehow there will be a spark of life and electricity that we can, you know, um, enjoy watching other than this, well, that's not what happened. And this is, the, you know, that, 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 that kind of way of delivery. I think I, I'm just hopeful that he and Sharon can pull things out of each other that will add a spark. Okay. Gotcha. I will say, I got to give it the chance when he was talking to both Nikki and Jack mm-hmm. and, and, and Jack said, Oh yeah, he's a, talking about Jeremy. He's a criminal. He's a bad man. And I mean, he's terrible. 
And Chance was like, unlike some of the uh, general <laughs> city elites in his town who also do things, and they got quiet. And Nikki was like, okay, it's time for me to leave. Yeah. <laughs> Busted I that was laughing. That was I so was rolling. That was Those good are the type of lines that I would like to see more of. Same. Yeah. Them Those actually might- calling out realistic exactly. hypocrisy. Because <laughs> that would be... That would be something that we would say on this podcast. You, my, um, you, myself, Trish, mm-hmm. any of us, even some yep. of the fans. And for yep. him, for them to put that in there, where Chance put them both on the spot by saying, "Don't think so critical of Jeremy because y'all did some stuff too." <laughs> right. Exactly. And Just you could re- listen. Nikki couldn't get out that door fast enough. <laughs> right. She's got to go figure out what she's gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> because they just came off of the whole Ashland Lock thing. Yep. You know, and, and he he threw that up under the rug. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And they want to stand looking down their nose. It's like, look, don't don't talk too quick now. Exactly. And throw you yeah. in jail. And that was the thing that had Chance rethink his whole career because people in that town, especially people that know his family is using his badge to get out of stuff. Yep. And he's tired of it. Yeah. And I don't blame him. I would have said the same thing. <laughs> so. Can I just say, I'm a little disappointed with how this mm-hmm. whole little storyline has unraveled because I just knew. Which one? that The, the storyline with uh, Jeremy mm-hmm. and um, uh, what's her Diane and Jack. Mm-hmm. Because I just knew that either Diane and Jeremy were playing Jack mm-hmm. or Jeremy was playing Diane. And he was go- it was going to be some type of, you you guys thought you were going to get one over on me, but I reversed it on you. And now you guys are caught with a necklace that you actually stole kind of thing. Yeah. And it, it just turns out that he thought that Diane was being straight up with her. And it's just kind of like, is this guy that stupid? <laughs> I, know what I, mean? I don't know what a writer's uh, I mean obviously there's got to be a big fall coming I mean because we still got to go yeah. through the sweeps in February right. so it's probably something major is going to happen in the next few weeks but I will say as much and I think you said this earlier uh, Keisha they got chemistry Diane and Jack has on screen chemistry yeah, they do. the circumstances of how they got there yep yeah, you know it'd be different if she had a clean slate. She came back to town. She built the relationship with her son. There was no Jeremy Stark. There was no Three Stooges Coven situation exactly. or the reporter. None of the Phyllis stuff. And she just rebuilt her life. And then Jack just started an organic attraction to her, and vice mm-hmm. versa. Then maybe it would have been like, okay, cool, but of course we need the drama because it's a soap. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was gonna say, and then the other thing. So I know we kind of talked we talked a little bit about Kyle and Summer mm-hmm. and how they had been bickering all week. And you know, <laughs> we just kind of touched on the fact that he got mad at her because she didn't want to know the details. They didn't want to he didn't want them to tell her and Kyle the details of that plan. Mm-hmm. But there was more of an argument between them, which I think I want to say that segment was about two days where they were comparing. Well, where Kyle 
was upset because he felt like she was comparing Diane to Phyllis and he feels like they're two different people and it's just I just didn't like the way that he was coming at Summer over this whole thing because Summer has been nothing but supportive of him this entire time yeah when it comes to him trying to build his relationship with his mom and has done it at the expense of not that Phyllis didn't have anything to do with also you know um, putting a little wrench in in their relationship, their mother daughter relationship, but yeah, she's kind of done it. Make pay. Diane's just fl- sliding through. Yeah, she's done it at the expense of her relationship with her own mom, and it's like mm-hmm. it's almost like Kyle expects her to just completely um, support everything that Diane is doing and everything that he is doing mm-hmm. when it comes to Diane. And, you know, just throw away everything with her mom or just throw everything to the side when it comes to Phyllis. And it's like, your mom is no better than Phyllis. Uh-uh. Stop trying to act like your mom is this victim who, you know, everybody else was going after. Just kind of like how, how um, Summer said to him. It's not like people woke up one morning and said, hey, let's go pick on Diane. Diane has created her own issues and her own problems like she she's in this situation because of things that she did regardless of the fact that phyllis you know may have called jeremy and she was wrong (laughs) for that but jeremy was probably sitting in jail that whole six years wondering what diane was doing and what she did with his money anyway he was going to find her regardless you bet so stop acting like this is all because of phyllis because it's not it's not Okay, I got a quick question. Um, Audra got hired by Nate this week or last week? Last week. Okay, that was last week. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because we get to see a little bit more of that on Monday. I had to kind of remember that because somebody had dropped something in the conversation about um Audra. Okay. Yeah, that was last week. All right. Cool, cool, cool. I think we covered everything. Mm-hmm. We, yep, did. we did. We did. We got to move on the bowl. And before we do, it is now almost 70 of you guys in the chat watching. Hit that like button if you haven't already. We're getting ready to jump into bold, and I'm glad you guys are commenting and appreciating the content. So without further ado, let me give the summary for the um, Bold and the Beautiful for the week of January 16th. Come on, slow pokey. Okay. Um, give me one second. Obviously, my computer is working overtime. <laughs> All right. So, I have to look for my phone since this one have something open with a bunch of ads in it. Okay. Okay, here we go. So, for the Bold and the Beautiful for the week of January 16th through January 20th, Bill Spencer convinced him to end his alliance with Sheila, but Sheila felt emboldened when Bill sent his naysayers away. Brooke attempted to reason with Bill, and he told her that she was right, and Liam recalled thinking he shot Bill. That's interesting. I'm thinking that they're trying to come up with something with that one. I never believed that Taylor shot Bill. I always, in the back of my mind, thought Taylor saw Liam do it 
and was mm -hmm. protecting Liam. That's what I've always thought that was going to happen in the long run. That would be an interesting turn of events because if that if if that did um, turn out to be the case, then Bill certainly isn't going to blackmail his own or even beyond this in the future. There's really nothing that Bill would need to blackmail Liam about as you know to get you know whatever he would try to get from him, mm -hmm. like he could do with Taylor. Okay, so let's take this piece by piece. So the first person that went in, and I think it was Monday, was Taylor. What do you and, and Steffi was right behind her. What do you think about that whole interaction that they had with Sheila and Bill? It was pointless. Uh, <laughs> you know, you almost just wish somebody would have thrown hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, he said thrown hands. We I haven't mean, seen a good, we haven't seen a good uh, physical fight in a long time. That we haven't. And some days you you wake up and choose violence. I'm not advocating it, but it's happened. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. Yeah, I mean that whole thing. I don't know what Taylor thought that she was going to uh -huh. accomplish, and then she right. she decides to say, "Hey, I can confess." And they looked at her like, girl, stop the cap. Stop bluffing. Yeah. You ain't going to do nothing. Right. And that was a waste of time. And, you know, pre here's uh, another thing I need to mention. Can y'all please lock y'all doors on this show? <laughs> People walked in the Steffi house. Everybody walked in the Bill house. And I sent you the link, Keisha, yesterday. I don't think you got a chance to see it. But both Kimberlyn Brown and um, and some of you guys in the chat might have saw it yesterday. But Kimberlyn Brown and Don Diamond, who of course is Bill and Sheila, were live yesterday. And and Don Diamond, who plays Bill, was like, "Can we hire a security team?" And they because the old ones need to be fired with all of the people just walking in the people houses. Even he said it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I often wondered about who's letting people pass the security gate in these gated communities with these, you know, billionaires. Right. Exactly. You would think that, as, hey, listen, and I know we've all been near areas or live in areas that have gated communities. You know, there's security, but these people are just walking in. There's no way. What was that? A few weeks ago when uh, Finn and Steffi was making out on their couch that she was just <laughs> busting the door. And yeah. they had extra security officers. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I just, it just it just baffles me every time I see that. And especially with the whole thing at Bill. Each day somebody came walking into the house and everybody looked shocked and turned around to the door. <laughs> when yeah. Liam and Wyatt were like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that was Wyatt is hilarious. I think they one day at a time. <laughs> I think Liam and Wyatt had the the funniest uh, mm -hmm. attempt when it came to approaching Bill. Yep. Yeah. The so facial what, expressions alone. Yes. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, what did y'all think about Katie? Katie thought that she was going to come over there and said, "Please protect us. Please protect us." But then, I don't know. I got a couple of mixed conversations about that because people were like. Oh, now you want to be protected by Bill. <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt about the Brooke conversation, too. Mm -hmm. Was, uh, first of all, I didn't like how um, Brooke used the 
I felt like she was trying to use his feelings for her mm-hmm. to benefit in that situation. It's like, you didn't want to be with that man. So don't bring up the fact that he loves you in this conversation. Oh. That's not, that's not cool at all. Yeah. I, it looks like I, that. It, I, it, I actually didn't have a problem with her doing that because that psychopath literally poisoned her and threw her off of her, um, off of, off of her, um, not drinking. And, oh, you're talking about Brooke. Okay. Yeah, and and literally, I mean, Sheila is just a psychopath who ruins someone's sobriety <laughs> and then expects no retribution. I mean, I would be, I'd do anything I could to make sure that woman paid. And in fact, that is, that's one of the times when I said throw hands earlier, I wish they would have had Brooke just smack her down. I really do. The way that, <laughs> the way that Quinn smacked Brooke, I wish that Brooke oh, man, Sheila. That was that's a good memory. I mean, I that, that was like one of the the slap heard round the soap world. I love that that scene. Me too. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I guess I just, I guess I just thought it was lame because it's like you tur- you you rejected this man and now here you come trying to bring up his love for you. Like, stop it. You can if that alone is not going to convince him. Like, just don't pretend like you really care about him in that way when you don't just talk to him straight up. And then I think with, Oh, I'm sorry. Oh no, I was just going to say, and then I think with Katie, she just should have stuck to their son. Right. Just told him like, look, if this woman is living here, you will never, your son will never ever be over here. Uh -uh. You can come and visit him at my house, um, but she's not coming. And your visits will be supervised because you have obviously lost your mind. Right. right. But her standing there crying and begging and all that, that was, no. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the whole thing was just crazy. And each one of them are telling Bill to take off his sword necklace. And it's like, you need to just take that off. You don't need that. That's not protecting you. And it's like, well, if I mean, the man so- want to wear the necklace, let him wear the darn necklace. <laughs> I mean, who cares? It's not. I mean, the necklace doesn't do anything. You know, it just sits around his neck. Now, what people are saying is, there's poison on the on the necklace. She soaked it in something. She he's hypnotized. What I mean, I don't know what's going on, but whatever it is, he's acting like a robot. That's not Bill, and this yeah. is ridiculous. So what was interesting is um, Don did an uh, an interview with Soap um, with Soap Opera Digest, and the way he explained it is that the character of Bill started out as a villain. He only changed to fit what everybody else wanted, and then in the end, they didn't want him. And so now he's with somebody, and this was interesting how he described it the character is now with someone who's going to accept him for exactly who he is. That's not going to change him. That's just going to let him be the Bill Spencer that he wants to be. And on the flip side, he also said this is Bill's opportunity to be able to control the Sheila situation as well. So obviously there's some other stuff with this. Of course, he can't go into details, you know, without spoiling everything. But I just find it pretty interesting because as much as they want to make Bill to be the nice guy, because Brooke and Katie was like, this is not who you are. No, Bill came on as a villain. He was one of the villains Mm -hmm. of the show. Mm 
So but, yeah, he's never been a nice guy though. Even when exactly. he was with Katie and Brooke, exactly, so, exactly. Them calling him, uh, I think. Brooke was the one that said he was a good man and this wasn't him. Like, no, Bill is not. He He's never been, I mean, there's been, he's had periods of time where he wasn't pulling some kind of scheme or, you know, mm-hmm. trying to do somebody dirty, but I don't think you can necessarily say he's a a great man or a good man because he's tried to kill people before. Yeah, I um, mean, seriously, he did, didn't he try to push Amber off a cliff or something? Yep. Yeah, I think, I don't know if he pushed her or he put her in a situation where she slipped and she was hanging and he just wasn't going to help her. Right. I forget how that happened. But, you know. Walked he does, away uh, with her hanging there. Yeah. And I think that's He's why done some the, crappy stuff for sure. And I think that's why the producers even gave us that whole montage of him throwing Ridge out of the plane and blowing up Sally Spectra's mm-hmm. business. and Because this is who Bill is. Yeah, now I can accept that for sure. Mm-hmm. Bill has always been a villain. Mm-hmm. However, Bill has not been a robot because exactly. even though he was being a villain, yeah, that part I he don't still has understand. a personality. Right, I don't understand that. I mean, you took remember when Bill was in the house with Carter after you know Carter heard that conversation with Katie and Brooke. Bill is flamboyant. He's loud. Right. He's, you know, and for him to just be mute almost at this point, it just didn't make sense. Yeah, that's what I that's what I don't like about this is that it, like everybody is saying he seems to be hypnotized. Like that's why people think Sheila has possibly done something to him. Yeah. Because he just he's talking like a robot right now. And he's not being his flamboyant, loud self. So if he would go if he would go back to that, then maybe the situation would be a you know, we could take it accept it a little bit more but it's just like he's just this stiff robot i don't know i mean i still can't accept it because i mean sheila is just i'm just so done like i just i'm just so done both sheila and diana on your hit list (laughs) it's like okay you know with the take a seat part it's like the the exit's over there yeah (laughs) i just i don't know i feel like this could have been so much different yeah, I feel like that the them together mm-hmm. could have been great had the writers approached it a different Ooh, way. You're talking about Bill and Sheila? Yeah. Mm. Oh, but because of the way they because of the way the writers approached it, where it just blossomed out of nowhere and now supposedly they're in love with each other and Sheila is calling Bill's home her home too. Like no. It just mm. it doesn't no. And what's with like the spastic eye blinking? I mean, I what like what's happening? I noticed that. <sighs> Who's what? doing that? Sheila. Oh. <laughs> when she looks up at him, it's like this blink, 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 blink. It's like, are you doing <laughs> like, like are you doing code? Is are you trying to tell us something? Are you okay? Like <laughs> <laughs> but you know what it's interesting because even Sheila was like say something tell me you want me to leave you know I mean so I don't know what they're doing and I think somebody said it in the comments uh, that they've never heard Bill being so quiet mm-hmm. yeah nope so it's, it's hard to like is Bill playing her in some way like is there some bigger plan that he's just not letting anybody in on right now yeah, I mean, that's or, what people are thinking that though. 
but I don't know. I don't know. But they literally, like, they're having a thing. It's not just, it's not just her being there. Like, they're together. And it's just, none of this makes any sense because, well, I mean, I, there is zero chemistry there. It's like dead eyes to dead eyes. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't understand it. Um, The robotic stuff. Um, you know, the turning his back on his family because nobody's going to let him near the grandkids. Nobody's going to let him near Will. Um, yep. She was certainly not going to be welcome anywhere. Nobody else is going to come around. I mean, this whole thing is just. Uh, yeah. yeah, the only person benefiting from this situation is Sheila. Exactly. Literally, Sheila. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, I think she actually was trying to ask for an out. I honestly don't think she really wants to be there with Bill even though she's enjoying it. She wants to be free, which is that whole thing where she can, you can, you know, if you want me to leave, I'll leave now. But why me, doesn't she just just leave say me? the word, you know, and so I think that would have been her opportunity out the door. He could still be with his friends, or I mean his friends, but gave Sheila the out to walk the free world because I think this Bill is a means to an end, just like Deacon was. Mm-hmm. But she could walk if she wanted to. Like, what's keeping her there? Right. Yeah, that's true. Well, she doesn't have to wait for Bill to her there is Bill, because the thing is, there's a part of her that has to know that Bill could come after her. She knows what he is. They, the the other women, might not really see who Bill is, but she does. But it's not. I mean, nothing. Nothing that he has said so far has made it sound like. He's threatening her to stay with him. Like if she leaves, then it's over. Well, he did say that, you know, every woman that he's been with always leaves him and that's a problem. So if she But that's I felt like that was more of a a guilt trip than anything. Not him saying if you leave, then I'm turning you back into the police. So if she really wanted to I mean this is Sheila. This is Sheila we're talking about here. If she really wanted to not be around Bill then she would leave and she would disappear. She don't yeah. need, she wouldn't need him to tell her like, you don't have to worry about anything. She would just up and leave. Mm-hmm. Like this woman has had the police after her for probably half of her life. She's not going to be scared of Bill. Well, right. And I mean, did he just like order her a whole new wardrobe with accessories? Because where the hell is this ex-con getting all this great clothes and, and ju- you know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> somebody, like somebody actually said that Katie leave her clothes there because she wearing uh, uh, Katie's clothes out the closet. I remember somebody <laughs> said that. I mean, I mean, Bill is a billionaire. He probably had stylists drop stuff off at his house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jack and Diane and Sheila Jack and Diane and Sheila and Bill are in the twilight zone. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is supposed to be a soap opera. I'm en- actually me myself. I'm enjoying it. I laugh through the whole thing because it's so ridiculous that it's funny. Well, I mean, yeah. I always say I love. I'm loving to hate it. You know, it's just um, I'm always going to watch. It doesn't matter if I'm a fan of the characters that are getting the majority of the screen time or not. You know, y'all right. all know I want Sheila going off that cliff. Um, but man, I'm still watching every day. I still want to know what's happening. Nana Rob uh, said that Jenna, oh, oh, she was talking to Jenna. She said they both deserve a daytime Emmy award. Do you think with this particular storyline they could get it? Who? No. Sheila and Bill? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, because it hasn't really been that dynamic. I haven't seen any dynamics. I've, I've only 
felt like it was a quickly cobbled how the heck are we going to get out of this storyline and move it into something else crapshoot i did yeah. this i mean this it's it makes absolutely no sense to me and i do not think that it is utilizing their acting skills um that are of any type <laughs> of award quality <laughs> Look, Jenna said, go cut off her other toe. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And I heard a lot of comments were saying that, um, and I think we kind of touched on this last week. What does Sheila have that's Mm -hmm. got these guys going gaga? I I mean, I I don't know. I've wondered that, too. it's it, it makes absolutely zero sense to me. Um, the the no, I don't know. I got. Can no. we talk about the faces that Taylor and Steffi made when Sheila and Bill kissed each other? Oh yeah, that was really funny. I was dying. <laughs> I, I was I was rolling because they both looked like they were just utterly about disgusted. to be sick. I think yes. they threw up in the back of their throat a little bit. <laughs> right. <laughs> Those that is exactly the face that they made. Yeah. That that kind of uh, uh, uh. <laughs> even some so some people in the comments are talking about Deacon. Mm-hmm. I wish they would have showed him this week because I want to see what his reaction is. Oh, like, oh wait, whoa, this. whoa, whoa. He got big news coming up for Deacon next week. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. I love Deacon. Stay tuned for the spoilers. Yeah. This big and Thomas is back. Oh, good. Finally. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Because it looks like Hope can't do without Thomas's designs. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Because her numbers are out and it ain't looking good. <laughs> mm. Poor little Hope. Mm-hmm. I hope. I hope now, Thomas tells I guess, her no. <laughs> go ahead. What'd you say? I said if the if the idea is that she's going to ask Thomas to come back, I hope he tells her no. Yeah. I hope so too. Me too. Like, nope, there's too much drama, too too much uh, possibility for drama. So I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. Now that whole conversation between his sons and him, Wyatt and uh, Liam, like you said, it was pure comedy. Mm-hmm. The part when Wyatt was talking all that crap, and then he said, "All right, Liam, take it away." Liam, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I, I doubled over. I was rolling. <laughs> I, I mean, man, I was like, Wyatt, you started the whole conversation off and, and was loud, you know, because well, who was that that said that last week? I think that was you, Keisha, that says that he tends to overperform or something. What was Wyatt. The word? Yeah. Yeah, He because uh, he's always yelling. Mm-hmm, exactly. In normal conversations, Wyatt just yells when he talks. <laughs> He's an over projector. <laughs> yeah. And so when he was doing all that yelling and all that talking, then you're going to hand it over to Liam. And Liam is like, uh, okay. Like, <laughs> what is But Thanks, the thing bro. is, when Liam and um, Wyatt told him this has to end today, Bill is looking at them like, what do you think you going to do? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. That whole thing, I laughed through that entire whole sequence when they were over at Bill's house because it was just funny. His sons, it's, they they are scared of Bill. 
Yeah, they are. They are. So that that was hilarious. And then, like you say, when she was telling, I mean, when Wyatt told Sheila to shut up. (laughs) (laughs) That was so funny. Oh, my God. That was too funny. And then fast forward. Oh, we had Lee show up, too. Leash not, oh, yeah. not at Bill's house, but you know, she wanted to go and threaten to uh turn Sheila in because of the whole um you know, running her off the road into the water. Well, and she beat her up in that hotel room where she had fins sashed. <laughs> yeah, but she then attacked they- her and beat her up. Now I missed it somewhere. Now people in the comment section on the on the recap video they were saying oh yeah lee was part of the blackmail do you remember her being part of the blackmail yeah okay yeah because he um bill was the one that pointed out we can we can turn your mom into for what she did okay taking you from the hospital okay gotcha 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 because she was looking like dang my hands tied too but my thing is wouldn't the hospital board give her a pass as Finn is alive you would hope so I don't know what I don't know what the laws are um, mm-hmm. they would have to go by the letter of the law I guess exceptions could be made I really don't know yeah so I'm, I'm guessing if they're using that threat then they must have lied about how uh, what's his name about how Finn made it out of that alive yeah Hmm. I don't know. I guess if you had enough money, you could, you know, pay the board off. Forcers have that, I would think. Absolutely. But oh, did is a. I don't know if we lost T. Tisha still, still around. I see her name is pop is on there. Yep, I see it too. Huh. Something's up, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, um, I'm not liking the storyline. I really look forward to moving on from this one. Uh, you know, there's very, there's very few times that I can't really get into the storyline, but this one is just exasperating. Same. And I, so this is why I think that Bill might be up to something more than just what he's doing right now, because he's basically, you're putting Sheila before your relationship with your children. Mm-hmm. Um, possibly whatever. I, I mean, I don't know how much it would affect his business, but like he loves his sons to death. Yeah. I mean, you, and, and what about Will? I mean, right. he's of course away at boarding school right now, but when he comes home, like Katie said, he knows all about Sheila. How yep. in the world are you going to explain? Really? Je- hey, Trish. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, welcome back. Sorry about that. You got kind of kicked out or something. I get. I sent the link to Keisha, too, so maybe she'll be back in in a sec. Okay, well, she and I, it looked like we were still on there, and it looked like you were still on, too, but we just kept talking, so I, we didn't. We don't know if it recorded or not. Okay, well, I restarted a second. I um, restarted again so you guys could pop in, but Somebody said that they read that Thomas is going to come back with a new girlfriend who's an attorney. Oh, fun. That's interesting. Yes, it would. And I'm wondering if this is going to be his attorney where he can uh, sue the company? 
I mean, what would he sue for, though? Um, I don't know. Maybe his designs or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But that's what I'm seeing in the comment section. Huh. Well, I'm excited mm-hmm. to see that because you know I love Thomas. Like there you are, Keisha. That's what I'm seeing in the comments. Up, oh, you got to turn off YouTube in the background. I did. Okay. Hi, hey. Maybe it would be for wrongful termination. Oh, it'd be for unlawful term. Oh, that would be interesting. If it's for unlawful termination. Uh. What do you think? Well, I mean, there's moral clauses in um, employment offers and employment agreements. So I don't know. Uh, there definitely was a violation of the moral clause for what mm. he did. Um, you know, if you have morals, I would think that you would think <laughs> violation of the moral clause. Um, I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see what they come up with. But I'm I'm here for it. I I, I can't wait. Yeah, to see I'm here it for it. Back. I, you I know. Like- you know what would be fun is mm-hmm. if he goes through, you know, goes through with this, trying to sue them. They try to bring up moral clauses. And then we go through like a few episodes of Thomas pointing out all of the immoral things that his dad, Brooke, Eric, Steffi, whoever else in that company has done uh-huh. over the years. And they do it in flashbacks. Oh, Ooh, that, that would be that. great. That would be hilarious. <laughs> And you know what, too, though? What if it's not about work? What if it's about custody? Mm. That could get real ugly real fast. Yeah. Yeah, that could go down. That would be ugly, for real. You're exactly right. Mm. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to this whole Deacon thing next Mm -hmm. week. Um, Thomas coming back. Somebody also said that Ridge is supposed to bring a surprising person back with him as well. Y'all, I I know it's probably not, but oh my gosh, I would love it if, if it was Quinn. Quinn? Yes. Ridge okay, do Quinn tell. Why do you want Quinn? The, the electricity with them was fantastic, and it would cause absolute ripple throughout the entire family the business everything i would love that storyline girl listen i want i would rather see quinn with bill okay now that okay either one of them and that scene because you and i had talked about that or and i think keisha uh, y'all talked about it as well but that scene where he and quinn were together and liam oh my gosh that was hot yeah, it was. They tore that room apart. They completely destroyed that room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Did you, yeah. Did you remember the facial re- facial reaction that Liam had when he <laughs> opened that door? No. <laughs> I couldn't. Oh. Could you imagine what he walked into? Uh-uh. That's that why you need been... to lock your doors. Exactly. Here's my thing. I'm wondering why the writers never explored that option. They had the one little part right there and never went back to it. Uh uh-uh. uh. I think he's a better fit with Quinn. Quinn is tenacious. She's, you know, forward. Mm-hmm. That would have worked better with Bill than maybe Katie or Brooke. I agree. I do agree. Yeah. I just love, I'm a huge Quinn fan. Mm hmm. Yeah. I miss her. I do too. Yeah. And she yeah, has so many funny lines too. She had really. And every scene she was in, 
it was Quinn. It was the Quinn show. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Got you. Some people were saying it might be Shauna, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, Brooklyn said that sex was freaky great. <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> Get your freak on. They did. Exactly. Or they did, didn't they? <laughs> uh, Jay Money said they also said someone was coming back who hates Donna and Eric together. That made of and that made him think. Oh, Jay Money, who I don't know if you male or female, but that made them think that it may be Quinn. But what if it's a re a recast? Only if they recast with the same personality. Yeah, because if they do something like they did with Summer, right? You know, Summer Hunter King and the other uh, the new Summer are like total opposites personality wise. Yeah. So if they want to bring Quinn back, bring Quinn back with the same similar personality. That's what I would hope for. I just want Rena Sofer back. She's amazing. I know. Yeah. Just, the puppy she was um, fostering that um, is a mama. They, the puppies were born. Did y'all see that on Instagram? I got to check that out. I follow her on Instagram, so I'm going to have to go over there and check it out. I'll post it to my Instagram story if I, once I find it. So if you guys follow me over on Instagram, I post daily quirks, quotes, all types of stuff from the cast members, all of that stuff. You can follow um, on Instagram at CBS Soap Dish Recap. Easy peasy. So I'll if I find it over there, I'll post it on the IG page. Um, okay, and then one last thing before we get ready to do our flip the script and I take a seat segment. That whole thing with Brooks uh, you know, talking to Bill and Bill saying that he, you know, agrees with her. Now, of course, everybody's excited. Brooke is excited, but you know it's not that simple. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that simple. And, you know, I'll talk about that more in the spoilers, but um, yeah, Brooke going... <laughs> Brooke is not going to get what she wants, even though she tried to put it out there like Keisha said. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's go ahead and jump to our last two segments, the flip the script and the who's taking a seat this week. So uh, who want to go first? What y'all got for the flip the script? Uh, I can go. All right, go ahead. Uh, for my Y&R flip, I would have liked to have seen Lily side with Devon mm -hmm. um, instead of siding with Jill and the whole uh, merger of their companies. Um, and then my Bolt and the Beautiful flip would have been when Katie went and saw Bill, she just kept it short and sweet with him and told him if this is happening then you are cut off from like free range visitation with your son. You come and visit him at my house only you and supervise, and that's all you're getting. Which mm -hmm. I'm not sure how old Will is supposed to be right now, anyway. Um, for my take a seat on Y and R, again, because I think I did this last week. Jack and Kyle, and mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm going to include Diane on this one mm -hmm. because they are all just being way too smug and mm -hmm. you know arrogant about this whole setup that they did with the stealing that necklace. Um, and then my take a seat on Bolton and Beautiful. I'm going to tell Brooke to take a seat because I think she went over there thinking that she just had it in the bag and was going to be able to convince Bill 
to cut this whole thing out. Um, although we don't know what the outcome is going to be yet, I'm pretty sure that whatever she ha has said to Bill is not going to work. Gotcha. So, I like the way she approached it. She needs to take a seat. Mm -hmm. All right, what you got, Trish? So my flip the script for Y&R would be that when Nikki showed up at uh, the Abbots that summer would have just blurted out. Um, well, actually, why don't you ask, ask Jack how he used your code to get into your apartment and then just walk out. <laughs> just That's blow it up, Summer. I mean, oh, just light, the, light the mat, up. throw it in the middle of the floor and run out <laughs> and leave them all <laughs> in there to figure it out. Because, man, that would have made for some serious drama. I know, um, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, my flip the script for Bold and the Beautiful is just to uh, uh, this whole entire Bill being with Sheila thing. Um, when he called the police the first time and got her arrested after Liam and Wyatt found the wig and they were at his house, um, he should have just told her, no, I'm, I'm not on your team. Get out. You're going away. I'm not going to help you. I mean, I'm just, no, not. Mm -hmm. um, my take a seat for YNR. I'm right there with Keisha. I mean, Kyle, Jack, Diane, just take a seat. Um, the take a seat for the bold and the beautiful. I, I mean, Bill, go see somebody and Sheila, take a seat and, and, yeah, that's all I got. I just am so disappointed in that entire storyline. Okay. All right. So my flip the script for the young and the restless is that whole thing between Nikki Chance and Jack. I would have rather had Nikki spoke up and put all the details, talk about the video she saw, ask questions about that in front of Chance, and Chance hauled both of them in for more questions, all of them in for more questions. Mm -hmm. Because they would have got to the bottom of that whole thing, even though Chance don't want to be bothered at this point, but yeah, I would have had him do that. And then um, my take a seat because you you guys already got Kyle and Diane already in the seat. I'm gonna put Jill and Lily in the seat too. Oh, yep. Because That's a good the, one. because the way that they did the Vaughn mm -hmm. and pretty much telling him what's gonna be done versus giving him yeah. a, a choice in the matter because he has a stake in this. Yeah, Lily, Jill, y Lily and Jilly, go take a seat. Um, <laughs> There's their name now, Jilly. <laughs> Lily and Jilly. Um, and then on the bold and the beautiful, um, if I had to flip the script, hmm, this, because he had, they had a bunch of visitors, meaning um, uh, Bill and, and um, Sheila. Sheila. I want to just had Bill speak up a lot more. I mean, it's making him look like he's being in a trance or if he's drugged or something mm -hmm. like that. If you really are going to stand 10 toes down with this woman, you need to speak up and stop. Nine. Huh? Yep. Well, I'm talking Nine about toes. Bill. Bill. <laughs> Bill. Not <laughs> Sheila. Bill got team. <laughs> if Bill is going to stand 10 toes down and stick by Sheila's side, he's going to just speak up to stop letting, uh, stop letting Sheila speak for you. Cause she did a lot of talking for him. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. You yes. know what I'm saying? Speak up. You dollar Bill Spencer. You got the big voice. You pretty much told Carter where to go. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, seriously. 
to where's your voice? And then to take seats. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it is what it is. I would say, well, I'll switch it up because you guys already put Sheila and Bill in the seat, right? I I didn't. My I seat did. was for Brooke. Okay, gotcha. Well, I'll put Katie next to Brooke with you because it's like, why y'all y'all coming over there using all this other stuff when you could have just been straight up with him, like Keisha said earlier. You know, yeah. all this. Oh, my love for you, and you remember you loved me at one point, and da, 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 and that gave Sheila the ammunition to say, well. You don't love them now. So what? You're not here. Right. So just stick to the facts. Look, if you're going to want to be with this woman, I, that ain't none of my business. But the fact is, my son ain't going to be a part of this. Yep. Our son is not going to be a part of this. And then with with uh, Brooke, all she could have said was, listen, I know we're not together. And, you know, I'm being single and enjoying my freedom. And I told you no, but we have grandchildren together. You know, something like that instead of trying to use their previous romances as a way to get to him, whatever. So, yeah, I would throw Katie in a seat next to them. But we got some seats and stuff in the comments, too. So, Honey Smile says, take a seat. Kyle needs a seat before he loses his wife. Mm -hmm. She's been nothing but supportive. Um, Jessica says, Brooke needs to take a seat. Um, Jenna says Diane and Jack needs to take a seat. I want to see Nikki flip the script on Diane and Jack. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's a good one. (laughs) Jay Money has Victor taking a seat. So tired of him trying to interfere in his life. (laughs) Leave that man alone. Always demanding respect but not giving any. What about Vinny? Vinny says, Bold has a flip the script on Bold, have multiple storylines. <clears throat> Excuse me. Something went down the wrong pipe. Go ahead. Do you <laughs> see him? <laughs> I was laughing. Um, Keisha, you see them? Um, let's see. Yes, Bill needs to have <laughs> more of a reaction and not just stand there. Mm-hmm. Brooke, needs to go, Brooke needs to go lay down. <laughs> Aditha says, My only flip the script is not having hope for the future to do well instead of badly oh, just wow. to get an abuser to work with hope again <clears throat> um, I honestly the whole hope for the future thing that was a virginal kind of platform when she was young I think mm-hmm. it should I think it should go away if it's going to have her face on it now it needs to be something different um, it's not the same. I don't know. I just don't see the whole connection with the whole um, what she started it for and what it is now. And I realize things can evolve and change, but surely there's something different they can do. Exactly. Started start a different line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'd like to see come back is the Steffi <laughs> in the bedroom line. Oh, Thomas. that was hot. And Thomas's um his male his male men's line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I it's agree. all really been centered just around hope for the future. Yeah, make it more like I like that. Make it get, bring it back to couture, bring it back the men's line, and bring back <clears throat> the bedroom line. And yeah. even when Quinn was there, her jewelry line was there. Yeah. yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? But it's just, I mean, this is a fashion house, but you only got one fashion line. And it's not yeah. couture. Right. Exactly. So, all right, you guys, it was a good one. And on the YouTube side, it looked like we didn't have any audio troubles this week. You guys could hear us really. Because <laughs> <laughs> the last couple of weeks, we've been struggling with people couldn't hear us and the signal was going in and out and stuff like that. So I'm glad we didn't have any audio problems this week. So um, you guys got anything else, Keisha, Trish? I don't. No, have a great week, y'all. Yeah. All right, you guys, have a good one. And also, too, if you haven't subscribed, if you're new to this channel, new to this live, we do, uh, there's cast updates on the YouTube side. I post things in the community tab and um, daily recaps for both of the shows. And then there's also spoilers on the weekend. And then, too, if you want to follow on Instagram, there's a lot of stuff that I post from the cast as I follow them. Matter of fact, Kimberlyn Brown has been liking some of the pictures on the platform. So that's Ooh. been pretty cool. And even um, uh, Krista Allen, too. There, She's pretty oh, nice. awesome over there, too, liking some of the stuff. So come over there and join us. Keisha, you've been talking on the, on the IG side as well every now and then as well. So yes, come over there and join yeah, yeah. Come over there and join us as well. So we'll see you guys next week. Have a great week. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms, such as via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.